Hello everyone, welcome back to the Mike Armstrong podcast show and uh, this evening or uh, this afternoon in, the, in America uh, I'm joined by Jennifer uh, Dalton who is a, a solepreneur and also a hospitality enthusiast all the way from New York. How, how are you doing today uh, Jennifer, are you okay? I'm living the dream, thank you for asking. Yes, really. Uh, that's really good to hear that you live in the dream. Thank uh, you so fellow. much for having me. Appreciate no it. It's been great to, it's great to have you and I'm interested in finding out lots about uh, what a solopreneur is and also uh, um, finding out more about your enthusiasm in the hospitality game and uh, just getting to know a little bit more about you really. So uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. And, and what is a solopreneur? So a solopreneur is in like in comparison to entrepreneur, it's more of like how many, instead of saying like how many products am I moving, you're saying how many people am I moving? Okay. Um, instead of saying like, I can't afford to invest in myself. You'd say, I can't not afford to invest in myself. Yeah. Um, instead of saying, can I pick, pick your brain? It's saying, how could I provide value? Yeah. Um, or I wish I had more customers. It's, I'm so grateful for every person that I get to meet. Um, or how do I get more likes? It's really about how can I create contact that impacts more people? Yeah. Well, that. it sounds to me like the reason I was interested in finding out more what a solopreneur is, is because maybe I might be one, you know? There you go. <laughs> because to me, it's, um, it's about trying to make a difference, trying to make an impact on people's lives. So I'm an entrepreneur as well as a solopreneur, the sounds mm. of it. Um, but, you know, because I think, you you know, in order to, to impact more people's lives, you've got to be an entrepreneur as well. You can't just be a solopreneur because, you know, you've got to look after um, yourself. You've got to put your own um, uh, well, the oxygen mask on first. Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah? So, mm-hmm. so, 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 you know, at this moment in time, I'm still uh, an entrepreneur, but what I, what I call myself is a philanthropic on- entrepreneur. Ooh. Yeah? I'm one of those uh, philanthropic entrepreneurs that gives um, time and knowledge and uh, information and love and you know, all of those sort of great things whilst I'm working on my billions, which I can give away in the future then. Yeah. Beautiful. Goals. Hashtag goals. Yeah. Hashtag <laughs> lots of goals. Hashtag big goals. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag 10x goal. Hashtag Ooh, goal. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> hashtag infinity x goal. Hashtag, you know, universal hashtag... goals. <laughs> I got some big goals. I love it. Universal. Yeah, universal goals, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're greater than just planetary. You know, they're, they're Elon Musk-type goals. They take into other planets. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love this. See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to aim high, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no <laughs> point the, aiming. Shoot for the moon. Yeah, there's, yeah, exactly. There's no point aiming for the clouds. We all, we all <laughs> go hang around the clouds. You just want to jump on a plane. <laughs> or jump out of a plane. <laughs> yeah, or jump out of a plane. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, I want to join Elon Musk on, on Mars somewhere or somewhere crazy like that. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be a good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Today, you know, someone's got to get on the plane, right? <laughs> why, why not? You know, so uh, so yeah, so uh, soul, soulpreneur. Yeah, now now I now I know the meaning of it. Yeah, I, I meet a lot of soulpreneurs. I think. Um, like attracts like, um, vibrations and energy attract vibrations and energy. So, um, yes, uh, I just hadn't heard that expression, but, 
you know, philanthropic entrepreneur was uh, was my tag, but I like the solopreneur uh, angle. So <laughs> tell me what led you to become a solopreneur? Um, honestly, like I've always loved variety in my work. And um, I love, I always had like multiple jobs, you know, they call me Jenny five jobs. Like I always loved connecting, but like the, the reason I come to realize is that I just love connecting like that's one of my top human needs is like love and connection so i love variety of like people in different subcultures and different and i was able to do that through my work in hospitality um so i think i just look at it differently like why i was doing it i guess it was more of a realization yeah yeah okay well, what sort of hospitality background did you have um, so I've been in the kitchen ever since I'm young. My dad's a executive chef and I've kind of worked with him throughout my whole life. Um, so that was like the beginning of it. Uh, we do off-premise catering, uh, but I've been had some really cool experiences with that. But I also bartend, I serve, um, name it. I've been, I was a dishwasher one summer, like I've yeah. done everything in that, in that industry. Yeah, good. Uh, I actually uh, have done a bit in the hospitality industry as well. So um, yeah, I had my own uh, I had my own nightclub uh, night for a while. Um, so I was just renting a basement underneath a restaurant. Where I did a night on a Friday night once a once a week for about eight months, and uh, that, that was in the nineties when uh, the house music uh, scene was booming, and so was the social scene. It was uh, when everyone used to go out, you know, all the time. And it was like uh, great times, like, you know, and uh, yeah. you know, being, a, being a nightclub promoter was even better times because everyone's giving me like uh, tapes, you know, tapes, cassettes. I don't know if you know them or not. Um, I know you're a bit younger than me. No, I loved, I had a tape deck in my old Volkswagen. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. And I love, like people would make me mix tapes, like, and I had the five uh, CD changer in my trunk, like, yeah, oh, yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. car. Oh, I wish I could have it still. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, 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 back in the day, because um, DJs wanted to play at my uh, venue, they give me tapes all the time, and so like I demos, had loads right? of tapes all, all the time. I had tapes, and um, and I used to get into loads of free places because I just you know swap swap the favour to other places as well. So there were good times, like you know, no no queuing, VIP, you know, all the clubs, all the trendy clubs, you know, not, not to pay, <laughs> all the house parties, you know. All the DJ friends, you know, it was a really good time. So I really enjoyed that sort of time. And you know, I'm a big Ibiza fan. I've been five times in, uh, in 20 years. I go every four years generally. So I like I like to, to party. That's equivalent to, say, Miami in, in America. I've not Miami. been to Miami, but I, I, I want to go. Um, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I was on a Miami kick. I went, like, I think three times in one year. <laughs> Yeah. I love Miami so much. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. You know, uh, I can tell, uh, you know, you'd like that. A lot of people in that hospitality bar, night life game. And also, I volunteered at a rugby club uh, once as well, and I did a lot of free work on the bar because they were struggling for money at the time. So I, I And I like bar work as well because um, just chatting to people, and it's just socialising. And, and intimately. You know? Like, you really get to know people over when it's over food, and, you know, sometimes well especially when people are drinking and maybe sometimes something's bothering them it's just like yeah. people open up in in unique ways yeah definitely well i'm um i've been in sales for like uh pretty much uh 30 odd years and uh one of the things i enjoy doing is going for a drink with clients team members you know 
everything like you know because people open up over over a drink and uh, you get to understand the real them and not the you know the monday to friday nine to five corporate version of themselves or mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is they may be like you know or the 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 I, I can't um, show my cards because we're in a negotiation with a customer <laughs> supplier relationship, you know, but you take it for a drink and the cards drop and you get to sort of really Yeah, it loosens up. everybody up a little bit. I yeah. totally agree with that. I love that. Yeah, it's one of my uh, 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 secrets to uh, building a team, really, is taking them to the pub. You know, actually, if you can take them on a night out and actually get involved in a scrap or something... <laughs> You'd be teammates forever, you know. Like I, I wouldn't get involved in the scrap. I'd be the manager. But if somebody in the team got involved in the scrap, oh my God. if somebody in the team got involved in the scrap, that would that's a way of being bonded because you know you get them out of the scrap. They love you forever. You save their bacon. You know, every, you know whatever happens, you know, but you show up for people in different ways than just you know surface level. Mm-hmm. then the, the bonds are, are stronger and greater and mm-hmm. that's when you know that's where humanity comes in that's where people want to do something because they care and not because they're just picking up a paycheck mm-hmm. you know? it's, so, huge. Really, it's huge yes yeah, really good way of bonding you know i'm not encouraging people to go out for a scrapper when you run a team of salespeople and <laughs> you know there's like 17 of them or you know, 12 of them or whatever and they're all having a drink and you know after a hard day's work and stuff things happen you know what i mean things happen and uh, mm-hmm. but actually those things that happen is what makes you human it's what brings you together it's what bonds you and it's what mm-hmm. uh, and you have something to laugh about you know like yeah, well, that's it. you know something to laugh and joke about you know <laughs> someone's sheepish on a monday and you know all those sort of things uh, <laughs> it's what you know human it puts emotion into relationships as well Actually, I have, a, I have a funny story for you. So last week, because I still bartend one day a week, and I love this group um, that I'm able to serve. And um, my customer, he's like a total badass. Like he is just like a veteran. Like he's just, so he, he like kind of bet me if that he was saying like maybe um, for me to try to do power hour. Do you know what that is? Uh, no, I don't know what power hour is. So, I've heard of a number of power hours, but I don't know what your reference is. So this power hour is like when you take a shot of like beer or, um, in my case yesterday, it was, uh, one of those spike seltzers and every minute, so you listen to music and after a minute, the music stops and you take a shot of your drink. Oh yeah. Sounds great. <sighs> so we did oh, power oh, half oh, hour oh, for practice, yeah, but so I'm going to now well, this um, week. We call that happy hour, yeah. So happy hour when, like, like the the bar I I used to go to a few years back. That's um, when I work. Happy hour. Yeah, well, it used to be uh, like a pound of drink during happy hour, which used to be something like uh, <laughs> I think uh, seven till nine or something. So you get like it's a pound of drink, literally a pound of drink. I found this place a few years ago, and like uh, it was in Cardiff, and it's always rammed. And uh, um, I haven't seen a pound of drink since I was a co- in my in my college days, like you know like 20 odd years ago. So we found this place we're doing happy hour, like seven to nine. And you go in there and you'd line up like, um, you know, like five, six, seven, double vodkas and something. Yeah, because you you can't drink pints, you've got to drink shorts because it's happy hour. And then you'd have like, uh, you'd have like Jaeger bombs to go with them. You know, oh, like, God. Compliments. Like, I love a Jaeger bomb. Like in my day, <laughs> I, used to have to do, I used to have to do tequila slammers and sambucas and stuff. And, and now... Like the Aker bombs, like you know what I mean? They just taste. Have like you ever them. done a hand grenade? Uh, don't think so. No. 
Don't do it. <laughs> tell you what I like. Absinthe, I like. Uh, uh, oh! Goldschlager. Goldschlager with the cornflakes. I like, I've had them all, like, you know what I mean? Um, but, um, but yeah, you know, so, so yeah, you, you line them all up because you only got two hours when it's a pound of drink, like, you know, so you line them all up and then obviously you just neck them because, like, they're all there, so you can't, can't do anything, you know, until you drink them. So, uh, yeah, I like, I like that sort of thing. I, I'm, I'm into, I'm into so guess, sessions. Guess what I win? What, what, what did you win? I get to drive his fancy Mercedes for a whole day. <laughs> you beat him, did you? You, you? you beat him on the shots. Yeah. Nice. I could do it. <laughs> um, do, do they drive much in New York? Is New York a bit like this? New York's a bit like London, isn't it? Everyone catches the tube. Um, honestly, watch the gap. I love London. Um, we do. I live on Long Island, so I'm like 40 minutes from the city. Is that the Staten Ferry? You know? Is that the Staten Ferry you got to use to get across? Um, no, 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 no. No, it's is that, uh, is the Frogs that Neck on Whitestone Bridge. The Staten Ferry's Coney Island, isn't it? Coney Island. Oh, I'm thinking something else. Yeah, I love Coney Island. Yeah, I've not been to New York, but I watch a lot of TV. <laughs> so, you know, New York's always on the telly, Coney, Coney Island. New York is beautiful. There's so much to New York. Like, you have the city. Long Island's beautiful. The beaches. There's so much beauty in Long Island. I love Long Island. And it's an easy train ride just to get to the city. But then you have like the farm area, you have like upstate is gorgeous, like during the fall, like there's just Saratoga. Oh my God. There's just so much. I love New York. But New York's there's so much like, to um, it. Yeah. New York's like one of the next places I want to go to. I've always fancied Christmas in New York. And oh uh, my, there's no place like Christmas in New York, maybe Germany, but New York. I tell you what is pretty good is, um, is uh, Maui, Hawaii. Ooh. All right. I would do it. <laughs> Maui's just amazing anyway. Maui's, Maui's, Maui's the best of all the islands. In, in, it's a bit like um, the Ibiza of, of the islands in, in Hawaii. It's the, it's the chilled, back, chilled out, laid back, but party cocktails, you know, it's that type of, you know. But that. what about, like, I just love, like, hoping for snow or, like, it's just like a childhood thing, like a nostalgia thing. Like, we talked about our family, like, going, instead of, like, buying each other all this shit. Excuse, am I allowed to curse on your show? Yeah, go for it. Um, so like, instead of buying each other all this crap, like, why don't we just take the money? Cause everybody spends a fortune and just go on vacation. And it's, exactly. it's been a hard thing to convince. Um, but, we had a couple of things come up, but that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm a, an experience over thing kind of guy anyway. Things yeah. like, they're just things, you know, they just, you buy them and then they, you chuck them out a few years later. Yeah. We don't even remember what we bought each other. It's sweet. And I love lighting my family members up and using that as an opportunity to be like, wow, I know you, I, I know that you're going to like this, but it's also like, can you imagine instead of doing that, we're creating like these beautiful memories. Yeah. Memories you take with you forever. Let's see. You take, you, you take you forever. So things you can't take with you, but you know, I, I think your know, memories go with you. They stay with you forever and uh, they don't go out of date. And actually when you get older, sometimes the, the only things you do remember are the memories from a long time ago, you yeah. know? So, so, you know, for me, I've been getting uh, for, for birthdays, Christmases and whatever for, for a long time now, experiences. I'd rather do something than have something. I do that yeah. too, yeah. So I love I, gifting I like a Broadway play or like a vacation or yeah, yeah, getaway, like away. Like... Or I, I quite like adrenaline stuff. So like long zip rides or indoor skydiving or, you know, any of those sort of things. 
Raleigh driving, driving a tank. My birthday passed, but I actually, I'm still taking presents, so. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I just got this yesterday. Oh, no, I'm not wearing it. I just got a present yesterday. I'm like, my birthday just keeps going and going. And going. When, when was your birthday? July 28th. It's my brother's birthday. <gasps> oh, my Neil. God. Cool. Yeah, Is he your older Neil. brother or younger brother? My older brother. Yeah, my older cool. brother. Oh, what's his name? Steve. Oh, Steve, if you're watching, happy birthday. <laughs> birthday twins. So, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I got on well with Leo's because I, I grew up with one. There you go. <laughs> And when's your birthday? Uh, I'm September the 28th, so I'm, I'm a Libran. Oh, we have a birthday coming up. Yeah, it's not far away now, yeah. Happy so. early birthday. I'm the yeah, first person that wished you a happy birthday. You are this year, yeah, you, you definitely are. So you got it <laughs> early. Oh, it's, only, it's only the 8th, isn't it? 20 days early. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I um, don't know what I'm doing yet. I've made no plans. Uh, I've been in lockdown for six months, as, as the world has, generally. Yeah. And so I'm going to do something uh, big, I think. I haven't had a proper drink for a while. Like we were talking about, uh, you know, one of those days where you're doing shots and all of that. I haven't had a day like that for a long time. I, yeah, I, mean, I, think, I'm, I think I'm not going to have a day like that for like a month. <laughs> yeah. I've been on a 75-day challenge. I haven't drunk for 75 days. I gave it up wow. about two weeks ago. Um, so I've never done ja uh, dry January because I always thought, like, what's the point? Like, if ever there's a time of the year you want to drink, it's January. You know, because the worst month of the year is boring and nothing's happening. Oh, I like January. <laughs> but, uh, well, you like January, do you? Oh, you like the snow, don't you? You said, you know? I get a little, like, depressed when it's, like, the seasons change sometimes. Like, maybe. Yeah. I, think I, like, uh, like I love Christmas. I love the two weeks. Uh, I, lo I love the build-up to January. But then, depending on when January starts, sometimes it starts on the 2nd, but sometimes it don't start to the 5th or something. And it's like, all right, it's been New Year's now. I want to just get going and nothing's, you know, everyone's yeah. all been off, like, you know? So it just That's depends. Uh, and, and I'm in sales and marketing anyway. So at the beginning of the year, everyone's deciding what they want to spend their money on. Cool. So it's only till like later on in the month. I have a question. So, so you're in sales and marketing and you say, people are deciding what they're going to spend their money on in January, but yeah. aren't people like recovering from all the money they spent in yeah, December? Yeah, well, that's, that's what I mean. So they decide, the businesses are a little bit different because obviously they have digital, business bank accounts and you don't buy your gifts out of business bank accounts. If they're solopreneurs, uh, solopreneurs, if they're like, you know, single entrepreneurs or whatever, then they're not going to spend any money until the end of January, till February, because they'd have just, you know, blown it on their family or whatever, like, you know? Oh, so, I got it. But, but, but businesses, for example, they'll have budgets, and some budgets start at January. They'll go January to December. In the UK, um, the financial year is April to March, so some have budgets in April as well. But most people do the equivalent of you know New Year's resolution or business planning or whatever. So they're often having meetings, and because I come from a corporate sales background, so with 10 million plus turnover businesses, those businesses will be having strategy meetings in January to decide how they're going to spend their January budget or cool. their April budget, depending on, you know. What do you think the, what do you think the coolest, um, like budget spend was that, you know, uh, well, that I know that I know of not, not, not anything that's dealt with me or the, the coolest budget spend that I know is a guy called Grant Cardone who's one of my mentors from afar. 
Cool. Uh, his name keeps popping up today, boy. Is it? Well, he bought a, yeah. he bought a jet so we could go flying around the world for business meetings, you know, private jet. I mean, that's quite a cool business expense. And actually, I think he did it because he had profits. And so the best way of, uh, if you've got profits, the best way of spending it so that you can enjoy it rather than the tax man enjoy it is to invest it in something that's covered under your taxable expenses. And a, a jet is uh, transportation, it's, it's tax deductible. Yeah. I want. I want. I would get a flying car. <laughs> I think we'll all have them soon. I think you know those, those sort of things. I'm excited. Ah, it yeah. might be scary, but it's like, mm, I don't know, it'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, be pretty good fun. I can't wait for someone like that. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to have one of those um, jetpacks. You know, but fly around with a jetpack on your back. They're here already. They exist. You know what I mean? It's not so, I think, controllable at the moment. They're a bit still, you know, you know once they can keep a uniform line, because they, they won't be allowed in the UK until you can form a queue with them. Once that is so funny. <laughs> so, uh, you so, know what's so, better than a jetpack? What's that? The shoes. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, the shoes are good. The wheelie ones, like you could just wheel them around. No, they're just they're rocket shoes. Oh, rocket shoes, yeah. You know what's better than a jetpack, don't you? A six jetpack. <laughs> You've got to work hard on a six pack, a six jetpack. On a six pack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, so what do you do for business? What do you do for uh, work at the moment? Um, right now I'm just doing the, the one day a week I work the happy hour. Yeah. Um, I'm collecting unemployment. Yeah. And I've been making a little bit of money like helping uh, people sell their programs. So I get a little kickback if I bring them people. Yeah, okay. So you're doing a bit of uh, like affiliate marketing or a bit of a lead generation, etc. Yeah. Yeah, so fun. And I was um, cooking for... Uh, eight Franciscan brothers, but that just ended. Uh, but we were cooking them dinner uh, during. It started in COVID and and just ended. Yeah. What what's the what's the plans for, you know, employment or entrepreneurialism or whatever? Have you got any plans? Are you are you thinking that far ahead at the moment? I am. I'm I'm trying to build my brand. Um, I want to be a top influencer. So I'm. You know, I would love to be able to make money off of what I'm passionate about and I put a lot of time and effort into. Um, I also am creating a high quality product uh, that I can't wait to release. Yeah. And there's a bunch of ideas. I would love to come out with a book. Yeah. Um, but I'm really thinking more like merchandise. I'm thinking collaboration. I'm thinking anything. I'm like, I do, like I said, like if something comes into my vortex, like I do it. I, you know, I work the election. I do whatever I can. Like, I'm a gig girl. Like, I'll, yeah, I always find a way to survive, you know. You're hustling. You're a hustler. I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a hustler, too. So, uh, you know, I get that. I get that. But I, 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 I've been, you know, I was in the corporate world for 10 years. I got promoted nine times in six years. I hustled from tele telesales executive on 15 grand when I started to 10 years later, premier account director, one under the MD, you know, and uh, earning 70 grand, like, you know. So I hustled, I hustled my way through, you know, nine promotions in six years. And uh, how did you do that? I did that by, uh, I got a strategy, which is uh, basically just be like more awesome than everyone else. 
No, because they talk about how like one guy will be there and like he'll work so hard and then the other guy will like kind of work hard, but then he'll get to the top. How did you, I'm not saying that's you. I'm just saying like, it's like mindset. Like what no, are those decisions that, what I did, I, I had multiple, uh, multiple approaches. Yeah. One is be more awesome than everyone else. So we should actually be better than them. Yeah. Be better than them. Yeah. And I'm a lifelong learner and I'm somebody who's competitive and I will keep improving. But to me, there's never a plateau. It's always about how, how can I get better and much better and much better and keep improving. So that's one strategy that works. It's just outshine the other people. Another one is outwork them. So like, you know, at the end of the day, like most of my colleagues used to work like nine till five, whereas I'd be full at it, say six till eight, you know, or seven till eight or something like, you know? So, I just heard this thing. It was like entrepreneurs, like they'll work a hundred hours a week just so they could work for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But I work 160 hours a week for myself. So I am going to work 40 hours a week for someone else. Yeah, I literally do work 160 hours a week, give or take, you know, 16 hour days every day, seven days a week, you know, uh, probably 17 hours some days, but some days I'll only do 12, it'll be a light day, you know, I do, I hustle Saturdays and Sundays as well, but I hustle doing things I enjoy, so it's not hustling, it's just living, enjoying. I love that. Yeah. What do you, what's the like the, the most thing that you enjoy the most what is i can't even speak so, so what <laughs> what's do I the thing that you enjoy the most <laughs> so I, I love um i love relationship building i'm a communicator i, I like communicating Ooh. i like relationship building so i i do about um 10 networking events a week online globally yeah um six to ten but mostly around the 10 mark i used to do two or three in the real world before covid so now I can do 10 because it doesn't take as long and I can do Beautiful. stuff at the same time. So I'm a social media marketer and I do all sorts of stuff. So I can still do that work whilst I'm online on online events, but you can't do that if you're in a real world event because it's rude to be on your phone whilst <laughs> talking to people. Yeah, you can do it on Zoom, no problem. So I, I probably have um, six, seven, eight Zoom calls a day, you know, with other people as well yeah. as online network events. I'm recording content on my podcast. I'm recording content on my blogs. I'm um, recording co content on Instagram and TikTok. I'm posting on Facebook and um, Twitter and, and uh, LinkedIn. I like all of it. It's communicating. I'm, I, lo I love helping people. I love ed educating people. And so um, every time I put, I, I don't, you know, I put good content out there for other people to benefit from. So beautiful. I love that. Can I ask what the flag is behind you? Yeah, that is, uh, that's my uh, country's national flag. What country again? Uh, so um, I'm part of the UK, which is Great Britain, which is, this is in this flag. But Great Britain or the United Kingdom is made up of England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales. Cool. And this is Wales. Oh, cool. I always explain it because Americans don't tend to know so much about, they'll know Britain, but they don't know the, or they know Scotland a bit. They know Ireland a bit. They don't necessarily know Wales because Wales is like joined to England. His island's a separate island. Cool. Yeah. And um, and so um, that's the Welsh dragon. It's the best dragon in the world. I know you'll say the stars and stripes because you're all very patriotic. <laughs> I'm very patriotic too. But we got a dragon. I got a dragon on my flag. There's no that's pretty dope. Flag. It's pretty but, awesome. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, so, you know, most people like the flag because it's like eye-catching, isn't it? There's not many flags, like I say, with a dragon on it. 
<laughs> I'm a Welsh dragon myself, Lucy, so I, I got dragon's blood in my veins. Oh, so you protect the the um the pure-hearted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, or um, or we fly <laughs> fly in the skies like on Games of Thrones and set fire to people, one or the other. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm still uh, gonna watch Games of Thrones games. Yeah. Have you, have you seen it, Game of Thrones? I loved it. I was watching oh. it. But then I kind of fell off, and I don't watch a lot of TV, but I want to finish it. I want to watch it, because it is good. Well, I watched it about six years in. I think it was eight seasons, wasn't it? I watched it about six years in, but I watched, like, all six years, and then the other two. I had to wait for the other two, but I watched all the first six years in, like, a month, you know? And it was awesome, you know? I, yeah. I love Game of Thrones. I, I, I'm not a massive fantasy. It's not my favourite genre, you know? I like more, um, like, gangster films and, cool. you know, um, action films and all that sort of What's your favorite gangster film? I, I, my whole life I wanted to be a gangster. Is it? Well, I, I like things like uh, like Heat, you know, anything with like, um, with um, you know, Robert De Niro or um, uh, a casino. Casino's Great awesome. movie. Great movie. Uh, um, Great you know, movie. The, the, the ones with Matt Damon and stuff where he's undercover and, and um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, what's that one? That's really good. Yeah, and they're texting each other all the time, and uh, I, I like remember. all of those sort of films. <laughs> I watch a lot of films, like, you know. But uh, did you ever see The Bronx Tale? The Bronx Tale is that with um, Denzel Washington? No, it's with Robert De Niro. Bronx Tale. Hmm. It sounds familiar. I, I would have definitely seen it. Yeah, but I can't, I can't remember it. You seen The Irishman as well recently? The Irishman. I did see that. Yeah. I don't know why I don't remember it. Yeah, it, it wasn't the best actually because um, it was it was all right. It was good, but that was a, the the newest one, like in that genre, if you like. But um, the problem was, is Robert De Niro was playing himself at like twenty and thirty and forty and fifty and sixty and seventy and stuff. <laughs> He's like seventy odd now, isn't he? So he didn't look that good as a twenty year old. Oh, the poor thing. But you know, it's just life, isn't it? Like you know, he's you're just not a look stud. Like a at seventy, are you? Like you know? Yeah, he's a stud. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's a, he's a great guy, great actor, one of the best mm -hmm. ever, like, you know. But uh, yeah, I like all of those sort of films. I'll tell you a really good film uh, that you'll like as well. It's got a New York connection, I think. My Cousin Vinny. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's really, uh, what's it, uh, Pe uh, Dan Pesci or Joe Pesci? Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any of those, I, I like all. I, I like a lot of films, like to be honest with you. But but fantasy was never my favourite genre. But Game of Thrones was just like out of this world. It was just another level, like, you know. It yeah, just, it's cool. It, it takes you there. It had a lot I of. Love it. Yeah. Well, what I liked about it as well, let's see, is the history and the geography was very similar to reality. Yeah. Because you had like the Persians coming from the south and you had the north, you know, like that's like um, <coughs> Scandinavia, the sweet Swedes and all that. So we had a bit of realism so built cool. into the fantasy. Love yeah. that. Uh, so, yeah. And I like, uh, you know, I like mystical things like dragons and stuff like that, you know. How could I not unicorns? Like Do you like unicorns? Um, yeah, I like, I like unicorns. Yeah, they're mystical, <laughs> aren't they? They're, you know. <laughs> Yeah. My best friend got me this, a little pinata. Yeah, pinata. She put like paper clips in it and stuff, like office stuff. So cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you, yeah unicorns are uh, they're mystical, aren't they? So they're, they're interesting. Um, 
but yeah, the the the, the sort of Celts. I'm a Celt, I see. Wales, Scotland, and Ireland are Celts people. Mm -hmm. They come from sort of that brave heart warrior mm -hmm. type. Freedom. Yeah, that's sort of that's that's our heritage type thing, you know, the Celts. So um, you know, a lot a lot of us are brought up on that legend and history and you know all of that, but you know, mm -hmm. and, um, the folklore, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, a little bit, I suppose. Like you know, the America, you know, the um, Brooklyn, New York, you know, um, Harlem. You know, there's a lot of Harlem. legend. There's a lot of I legend in America Harlem. to do with the '80s and stuff, isn't it? Like you know, same sort of thing. Like you know, you get brought up with folk, a bit of folklore, like you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so tell me a little bit more. So, so you want to become an influencer, really, for the sounds of it. Uh, someone sounds to me like you'd be good in the personal development space which is i love personal development yeah yeah well i do too so that's 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 where i think um i want to become a global speaker a bit like grant cardone probably he's probably the person who's speaking in the spaces that i want to but he doesn't do so much personal development space oh. i probably would do more i'm more a motivator because i used to manage and i've managed sales teams all my life and so I'm a, a motivator as well. So I quite like like Les Brown and Tony Robbins and all that. Jarek Robbins. Uh -huh. um, <coughs> also, I'm a I'm a detail person. I'm a I like to read and I'm educated and all that. Uh -huh. So I quite like people like um, I like people like Brian Tracy. Have you come across Brian Tracy? Uh, uh -huh. Yeah. Brian Tracy and and uh, John D Martini. These are like, you know, guys who've read like thousands of books. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've, I've read or I don't like reading, so I listen to most of them, but I've read or listened to, I think, 14 books during lockdown. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that my New Year's resolution last year was to read a book every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like a really ambitious goal. But I would, one, that's a tough I one. Would... <laughs> try, try reading a page from a book every day. Exactly. Or from a book. <laughs> Exactly. My 75 day challenge was 10 pages from a book every day. Yeah. Okay. So I, I did a thing called hashtag 75 hard. It's a mental toughness challenge. And uh, basically what you had to do is exercise twice a day for 45 minutes. You had to be on a diet. So, you know, uh, any diet that you wanted to be on, like, you know, um, you had to drink a gallon of water a day, no alcohol and uh, read 10 pages from a book each day. So um, on its own, I would have blitzed it. I actually blitzed it anyway, but it was a time problem for me because I also had work challenges on at the same time. So it was like a time ch challenge challenge for me. <laughs> rather than a mental toughness challenge because I, I had so much on because like during <clears throat> lockdown, I started it like 75 days ago. And um, during the lockdown, I wrote a book, I wrote two seminars, I created a podcast, I did over 600 episodes on the podcast. Amazing. Uh, Whoa. I've just, just been smashing it out there. Whoa. So, yeah. You're so, a total rock star. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I'm aiming to. Uh, I, I want to become a global speaker. And to be a global speaker, you either have got to become a billionaire, yeah, or at least a millionaire or a 10 millionaire, but you've got to have done something major, right? And I'll get there, but I'm not there at the moment. You either got to have written a best-selling book, or you got to have done something crazy that people want to get you on to talk about. You know, you got to be, you got to have a USP, you know. So for me, the USP is going to be I'm the crazy Welshman that did like done like a, over a thousand episodes in his first year of podcasting. That is insanely awesome. <laughs> like, oh my god. 
I thought I did a lot. Have you got a podcast? Have you? Yeah, I do a live show on my Facebook, and I've been I put them on YouTube last week also. Okay. But it's What's uh, it called? It's called uh, Jenny from the Chopping Block: Recipes for Success. Okay. Uh, so mixing your food background and your personal development, yeah, into uh, so so do you deliver it in the form of recipes? Is step one, step two, like that ingredients? Well, I I always like to ask every guest like what their favorite food is. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I chop up the videos and I put that content. Well, I started to put that content on my Instagram that like is just for my food content, you know? Um, yeah. and well, it's when, just when, like, when are I coming on then? When, 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 let's uh, do uh, this. Needability. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can we do one straight after this? Cause I love getting on another podcast cause I'm about sales and marketing promoting my own podcast. I would do it, but I have a presentation tonight that I have to prepare for in my women's group. Yeah. But let's set something up for this week or next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Let me know awesome. when you've got availability and I'll, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll tie that in. But uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big foodie. I love food. So uh, I love talking Don't about Don't tell food. me what your favorite is yet. I want to be surprised. I won't, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I'll be tough-minded as well because I love uh, uh, flexibility, adaptability. I love variety. So nailing down a favorite, that's too like... That's too like precise, but I'll work on some. I'll, I'll, I'll have some. I can't wait. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so that sounds interesting. Then, so that's the so so. Have you have you started monetizing your podcast or your lives and that yet? Um, I guess you could say I have. Um, but not like I'm not really. I don't know. I'm not doing it for that. So I don't really know. Um, where that where I stand with that yet. <laughs> How many, uh, how many uh, episodes have you done? How long have you been doing it for? I started like pretty much right when COVID started and I've done probably a hundred interviews. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and that's it basically. They're all interviews. It's not any of you on your own, putting your own information on. It's just, just your chats. Yeah. Um, well, I do. I started with that cause I was doing that for like a full year. I did, um, Michelle Marie Sorrell. She did the Facebook live challenge. Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I won the challenge, you know, it's, it was just like a lot, like I did that for almost a year. Um, so I kind of got tired of like talking <laughs> Yeah. Okay. and what I was, was like bored. Know? Like I wanted to see, I wanted to, you know, highlight other people and just like learn from others, you know? Yeah. 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 What was you talking about when it was just you doing it? Anything. Everything. I really, I really used it to get more comfortable on camera. Yeah. Okay. But any, any topic that was on my heart or anything that came up or whatever was on your mind that day. Yeah. Anything I read that I wanted to share or what, what? Sometimes I would just come on to say I don't have anything to say. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. just to just to show up and just to, you know, get comfortable. Yeah, that's like, uh, well, I love, um, so I, I do a, a gratitude uh, um, episode. Oh, I did when that I hit, too. Uh, when I hit uh, uh, every thousand. So I did it at like 500, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, you know. So, so they're getting more and more regular now as things are speeding up and the snowballs happening. So that's good. They're good episodes because it's like a free episode. You just go on and 
thank people and, and that because I'm very appreciative of everyone who downloads an episode and listens anyway. So, you know, I'd love to thank them every episode, but that'd be a bit boring. But every chance, every time I hit a milestone, I'll do one. I do one on when I hit, like, when I've done my 500th episode or 600th episode. Or, like, in the early days, I used, like, I think 100. I did a big thing. And I, I created two formulas during lockdown. One's the happiness formula and one's the success formula. And so I, I put them on big episodes as well. I, I revealed them, you know, things cool. like that. Oh, I love that. You know, and it reminded me of why I started also. It was, like, I wanted to show gratitude to the people that helped me and it yeah. and inspired me and you know, just like, I guess, help me. Yeah, help me the, the past year. And there was so many people, you yeah. know, and I brought them on and I showed like who they were. And then it just turned into something bigger than that, you know, but that's where it started. That's good. Yeah, it's good. And, um, you know, uh, a solopreneur is going to have soul food, haven't they? So you got to talk oh, yeah. what your soul food is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Love. Yeah. The secret I'm a soul brother. I'm a soul <laughs> brother. Have you seen the film, The Blues Brothers? My dad owned a pizzeria in Chicago called Blues Brothers Pizza. Oh, it's one of my favorite films of all time as well, The Blues Brothers. It is so good. Such a cool film, you it's know. So, they're so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't it's seen good. it in so long. I can't believe oh. you just brought that up. <laughs> I, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in uh, so long either, but I want to watch it because um, me and a friend of mine who's also a power networker, we're going to become the Blues Brothers of networking. We're going to do networking with soul. Oh. <laughs> so I love we're, it. We're reviving the Blues Brothers back, and uh, we're, cool. we're going to do a, a Blues Brothers networking event. You know? Oh, I can't wait to see that. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So we we were talking about just that film and and stuff the other day, and then I wear my shades all the time anyway because I'm just I'm too cool for school. You I want to wear shades. My future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. <gasps> I love that saying. I have that on a T-shirt. Yeah, it's a great saying, isn't it? It's awesome. I just so, love uh, that I like have, I have the randomest stuff like on call. Okay, <laughs> please, blue sister. <laughs> you can see my ring light in the reflection. Yeah, it looks cool. It's like a double. It's like um, those glow sticks with the circular one. <laughs> oh my god. So, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, well, you know, as a sales and marketeer, I, I help people with their um, ambitions of growth, yeah? And um, as a, um, a solopreneur and as, a, um, as somebody who believes in um, helping people, um, I'm one of these rare people that's willing to do free sales and marketing for people if they haven't got no budgets. Yeah, yeah? I Because that, I want to help them, like, you know? So it sounds to me like... Um, you know, I'm always looking for people to help share my content and help me and stuff because I help other people. But if they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. But, you know, I believe in teamwork makes a dream work and collaboration is, is stronger than, than, than going solo, if you like. So and the, it's a lot more fun when you're with people. Like, I love fun. sharing, like, everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, so basically, anything you want to tag me in on, on, on your social media and that, you know, tag away. You got it. Yeah, so, um, and also I noticed you said you do a woman's group, yeah? What's that? Is that like an empowerment group or a um, mastermind so or what? We have, uh, it's a group that me and my friend Wen started, um, yeah. and we're in Paz Avivi's um, group now. We're going over Think and Grow Rich and um, Bob Proctor's Thinking into Results. Yeah, okay. So he inspired us to read the book, and we did it together, 
And then we, after we were done the first round, we wanted to share it. So I, we started this women's group, Successful Lady Boss. Yeah. And um, actually tonight, I'm going to read the next chapter uh, audio suggestion. Uh, so we just kind of, you know, talk about the chapter, go over any questions maybe that people asked in the group. And it's, um, it's been fun. I love it. Yeah, well, funnily enough, from Think and Grow Rich, from the uh, number 12, the mastermind group, yeah? I belong to a few mastermind groups, and I'm thinking about setting up my own one at the moment. And it's going to be called, um, it's going to be called, uh, what was the name I got for it? It was called Global Communicators. Ooh, and basically, I'm getting all my friends who are communicators, podcasters, bloggers, social media people, speakers. Can I'm I be a part of your group? Uh, the reason I was mentioning that to you is because I think you, you'd make a good addition to the group. Cool. Yeah. So um, I'm currently, so I've got a map on my wall uh, of the world and I put red pins in my wall as well when I meet people from different parts of the world. Yeah. So I'm going to stick I have a um, scratch map, like a scratch, you know, like the scratch offs. Yeah. So every time I go somewhere, I like scratch it. But I, I think it's... I don't know. Yeah, yeah so well, <laughs> people get to become a, a red pin because I got a box of red pins. So they get to become a red pin on my uh, map. And basically, I take pictures of it every now and then. And you can see like the little pins dotted around. But at some point, it's going to be full of red pins. I so want to see. My missions. I can't can my, see now because of my. Can my pin be pink? <laughs> <laughs> I've, only got red, I've only got a box I'm of red kidding. ones. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, if, I, if I find a pink pin at some point, I'll, I'll get in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm, I've been looking to work on a mastermind group for a while. I belong to a mastermind group that actually they have a portal online that you can meet your mastermind group in. So they've got a, a system for doing it. And then you can bring on people to do masterminds. And over time, they can have their own mastermind. So they spin off and have their own mastermind. And it's like, a, it's like an MLM, like a, like a multi-level <laughs> of people, people learning. So cool. Development and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love it. So I think it'd be awesome, it'd be an awesome to get you involved in my mastermind um, because cool. I think there be some tools there that might help you to manage your mastermind. There's like a lot of resources and stuff, including um, two Facebook groups. One's called the Think and Grow Rich Facebook group and one's called the Rich Dad Poor Dad Facebook group. And they've got hundreds of people in those groups looking to connect and network and mastermind with people and stuff. Yeah. Beautiful. So, I love uh, that. So, 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 um, so, so I want to make mine business and personal development re relevant. So that's why I'm going to pick a mastermind of like global entrepreneurs. And most of them who I've had on my podcast in the last like month or so, because before that I was just networking in the UK with all my UK contacts. You know, I went global probably about yeah, maybe a month ago, maybe two. I don't know. Time goes so quick when you're, when you're Having doing fun. episodes a day on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Instagram in and YouTube in and Oof. you know LinkedIn mm -hmm. in. But um but yeah, you know, I've got some good strategies which uh, which work work really well. Like um I don't know if you do this or not, but um like I post on my podcast and from the Anchor app, I use Anchor, and from the Anchor app you can share your podcast episodes to all your social media if you use it within your phone. Oh cool. That saves you a load of time and, and when i upload videos into youtube you can do the same thing from youtube so like they feed all of your social media so i got like a i got like a system basically which oh, create the content and then spread it everywhere yeah and then create more content and, and and obviously the more you can spread that content 
the more people you're going to engage with, the more mm-hmm. it's a numbers game at the end of the day. You're not going to resonate with everybody. Your podcast mm-hmm. isn't, your content isn't, mm-hmm. you know, your tone of voice isn't. And what you're trying to build is your tribe, the mm-hmm. people who, who resonate with you, they, mm-hmm. they agree with you, they like the way you say things, whatever. You know, people like us, we share similar values, you know, we, we, both, we both serve others, we're both from the hospitality game, you know, we're both into personal development, we're both into positivity, yeah? So people, that's why when I would talk to you about, you know, um, my mastermind group, you was like, oh, can I be in it? You know, because I resonate with you. If I didn't, you wouldn't ask that question. And, and so it's only so it's only a percentage of the population. You know, the more uh, adaptable and flexible you are, and the more knowledge you've got, the more you can appeal to more people, and the more mass market you can be. So, like, I don't niche off into um, separate entrepreneur fields. I'm looking to target all entrepreneurs because I, I got something of relevance to every one of them. Yeah, some some bit of information or you know whatever it may be. I, I've spent a long time learning off some of the best people on the planet so I can save them that time. I, I feed them a lot of the good stuff I find. Mm-hmm. You know, the stuff that I know is relevant to most people. You know, so, so, so like things like, um, like Brian Tracy, for example, the psychology of sales, something I learned on that, which was really, really good because I've got a lot of self-confidence and self-belief and that's because I've been pretty successful most of my life. But a lot of people haven't. They haven't. They, they never used to win. I used to win sports days. They never used to win sports days. I won league and cup doubles in school playing rugby. They never used to. So if you don't have that sort of upbringing, you haven't got that um, confidence and self-belief, it's why you want to stay in the comfort zone and why you stay in a, a dead-end job and a dead-end relationship all your life because you haven't got the balls to make change and do anything about it. Yeah, but, um, but, but, but in order to actually go and chase after your dream and do what it is you want for the rest of your life, you've got to have a certain level of self-esteem and confidence. So you've got to build that up. So something I picked up off Brian Tracy, which is amazing advice, is to record a video, yeah, uh, like on Zoom or whatever, record a video of yourself selling yourself, all your great attributes, why you're great, what you can do for people, how well you can do it, and all of that, and play it to yourself constantly. Yeah, because like uh, subconsciously we pick up adverts, we pick up everything. Mm-hmm. If you're constantly telling yourself the things that you need to hear, if you if you sell yourself for all of the best things you've ever done in life, you'll start. You know, instead of that, the best things you've done in your life come in one in ten things or one in a hundred things. They can start becoming one in one thing. You know, every time you do something, you're, you're at that level of the biggest achievements you've achieved. Yeah. So I've achieved some massive things in my life. If all I want to replay to myself is those massive things, I, it's going to build me up to do even greater things because that's all I'm, that's all I'm entering, that's all, all I'm allowing to enter into my brain is that thought process about those big things. It's like, it's basically like forgetting about all the bad things because most people concentrate. I think it takes something like 17 times more effort to overcome a bad comment or a bad experience than a good one. We forget about good comments and good experiences, mm-hmm. but we remember bad stuff. It's like if I asked you in school how many times people complimented you on something, you probably couldn't remember any of them. But if I asked you how many times did someone call you a bad name or whatever, you'll remember all of them. Yeah? No, I know what you mean. Yeah, because I totally get what you're saying. Sticks, like, you know, the bad stuff sticks because it hurts, like, you know. Whereas the good stuff doesn't, whatever the opposite of hurt is, it doesn't do it or it doesn't do it as well. Yeah. So the, the pain 
stays with you and, and you remember it, whereas the good stuff don't. Now, I don't have, I don't actually remember a lot of bad stuff from my school days because I've, I've lived in the positive side of life for so long because I'm a motivator, I'm a salesperson, I'm a manager. I've done all those things for so long that I only remember the good and that's what makes me believe that I'm capable of doing more than most people think they're capable of doing because they're still thinking about the bad and they're still, they're still remembering the 10 bits they've cocked up at rather than the one bit of greatness. Yeah. And so they're, they're constantly in that life of, oh, no, I can't do that. It might not go right. It might not go wrong or whatever. But, you know, so it's all about, you know, momentum and, and, and the more good things happen, the more you, your self-esteem builds and confidence you got, the more you'll take risks and, and the more other good stuff will come off if you take calculated risks and not just random crazy ones. Like, you know? <laughs> I love that. And, you know, it just brought up a lot of things because, like, I don't know why this New Year's resolution, this keeps coming up. It's not even January yet. But <laughs> my my resolution this year was confidence. Yeah. And it's like, because with confidence, you could really do anything. Well, you can't do anything. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my favorite sayings, we've covered a couple of them tonight, t today, because you, 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 you like some of the stuff I do. But one of my favorite sayings is you either can or you can't. Either way, you're right. Yeah. And confidence tells you whether you can or you can't. That's the, the difference in that equation and in that statement is confidence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you believe you can, you will. If you believe you can't, you won't. It's as simple as that. It's all just down to mindset. So, you know, I generally have been very successful you know, for long, long periods of my life. We've all had ups and downs. That is life. Life is a roller coaster. Can't expect it always to go perfect. But I've had lots of sustained you know, very successful periods. And that's because I always believe I can. My, my podcast is called You Can Do It. Yay! Because whatever it is, it can be done. The, fir the first catering company that we had was Make It Happen Catering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, well, uh, a really good friend of mine who, who I'm on a, a mastermind and a networking group within Ireland, he's got events called Make It Happen, Make It Happen Live in, in Dublin. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, but he's an action taker as well. It's all about the personal development. Knowledge is great, right? But people, people who say knowledge is power are wrong. Uh, knowledge is not power. Knowledge gives you Potential the- Potential power. Yeah. <laughs> it gives you the ability to go and take action in certain directions, yeah? in order for you to learn what happens when you take those actions mm -hmm. and, and that becomes wisdom and wisdom is power. Mm, I love wisdom. <laughs> I love the word. I love the meaning. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, you know, but, but that's it, you know, it's, you can't, so many people try and make their life and their business and everything off the knowledge they have, but you've got to apply the knowledge you have into something for a long time in order to become an expert, like a Jedi or a master or a grand Jedi. master or whatever. Like so I, <laughs> to me, it's about becoming a Jedi. So I you, I've done 30 years as an entrepreneur. I've done 30 years as a salesperson. 30 what does that make you, like 40? How old are you? I'm 42. All right. That's I'm, 43, I'm 43 in September, coming up now. 42 I, is the answer to the universe. Yeah, I started at 11. Yeah, so, you know, I started uh, young and, and so, you know, once you've done 30 years at anything, you're going to feel pretty confident in, in your ability to do it. If you stay doing something for 30 years, 
that's the problem. So many people jump out of the queue into another queue and then they're doing five years here and 10 years there and two years here and whatever. But it, I, I, I've done lots of jobs in that 30 years, but they've all been in the same area. Mm. I've done has been in the same field. So I'm, my expertise in that sector, in that area, a key person of knowledge, a key person of influence, a key person of contacts, a key person of experience, it's all in that relevant area, isn't it? It's not like I'm... You know, you know, it's always been in sales, marketing, networking, social it's media. It's so funny. I went to school for um, health science, physician assistant studies. And like part of me not pursuing that goal was because like I didn't want to have to start over. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. How old are you? I'm 34. 34, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, well, we've been, obviously um, you've been in the food and the back and, and stuff. Uh, is that what you've done most of your life? Yeah 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 but you know obviously from that you've learned hospitality and teamwork and all of that so you, they're not transferable skills if you like you know yeah i did like i was an emt i did a nursing assistant i've done you know i was an intern for orthopedic surgery i i've, I've explored that yeah. um avenue but i just don't think it's for me no but it sounds like maybe you know, you've you're, you're starting to find your why would you say you have your why yeah you have your why now, yeah? Okay, yeah. that's good. I only just got my why in lockdown, but I had very close to my why. I've always been around my why, but I crystallized it in uh, lockdown. What do you think helped you with that? So I went on a friend of mine's podcast uh, called The Fire in the Belly podcast. Check Ooh. it out, yeah? Ooh. I, I, sounds I two, amazing. Yes, it is amazing. I had a two-hour life story. And I would say it's honestly the only time in my life I've ever thought about my life from beginning to end in a chronological order. Yeah, because you just don't think like that. When you think back into the past, you think back about it in an instant, you know, a moment or whatever. But he took me through my life in a regression from, from childhood to all of the main points of my life. And so it's the first time I would say my brain had fresh thoughts about all aspects of my life in one hit. Oh. Yeah. So Pete's name is Mighty Pete, Mighty Pete Longton. And um, he gets loads of guests on his podcast. So tell him I sent him. I sent loads of people. Anyone I get on my podcast, I send her his way. And the fire in the belly. So, so basically what happened with the fire in the belly is I've always been around entrepreneurialism, sales, success. Richard Branson's been my idol since I was 11, since I started hustling, you know. And I always wanted to be Richard Branson or, you know, as close as I could be to that, but being me. Right, you know, mm -hmm. and um, and so I I was always around my why, but I suppose in my early days I was hustling for money and and experience and sales and all of that. But what I crystallised in my so and I've loved helping people. I've been managing people since I was eighteen, so that's like uh, you know twenty four years or something. Like you know what I mean? That's a long time, you know, managing people and 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 babysitting them, motivating them, you know, all that sort of stuff, like, you know, feeding so them, feeding them <laughs> giving them fags, lending them money, all that sort of stuff, like, you know. And, um, <laughs> and so uh, I, I always thought my mission was to just help as many entrepreneurs on the planet. But I've also helped a few other people more recently with like mental health issues and that sort of thing. And I've always, you know, I just like helping people. So what he crystallized was, is that I like helping people. Yeah. So, so it wasn't, I didn't have to just help entrepreneurs. 
I didn't have to just provide entrepreneurs with sales and marketing and networking and social media and entrepreneurship and leadership and mindset advice, which is all on my podcast. Yeah. I, I do the A to Z of series because I used to be a blogger for 15 years. I still blog a bit now, but much less. And, and these are sort of strategies taken straight from the blogging platform to the podcasting platform. Yeah. So I've got loads of content strategies and the A to Z of, I just finished um, the A to Z of networking, the A to Z of marketing, the A to Z of sales, the A to Z of uh, social media and the A to Z of entrepreneurship. And now I'm doing um, the A to Z of leadership, the A to Z of uh, podcasting, the A to Z of personal development and the A to Z of mindset. Yeah. So, um, so I'm, I, I do the A to Z of, and I just talk about something different with each letter, like, you know, and uh, so I, I help, I love helping entrepreneurs and that's what I've always done, being a manager, sales manager, and I've had a marketing agency. So I've been working with entrepreneurs for the last like eight years, you know, uh, self-employed. But before that, I used to sell high-end IT solutions to corporate companies and I stopped selling at 25. So 16 to 25, I was a salesman. 25 onwards, I was a solution salesman. Yeah, so I was giving people solutions to their problems really like you know mm. listening to what those problems were um but what i realized is I, I like helping people with mental health problems and they don't have to be entrepreneurs it'd be anyone i like helping people in sales and marketing you know in um you know anything any, anything i know health health and well-being you know success happiness anything that i can help someone in so that's what that crystallized so not only um, have I got, you know, uh, products and services and solutions in helping entrepreneurs and salespeople and marketeers and networkers, but I've now got a load of solutions. I can help just people be happy I can help people just be a happier version of themselves. I can help people be successful. I can help people with setting up a podcast and not, not all podcasters are entrepreneurs. Some of them are hobbyists, you know, so some of them just want to, you know, set up a podcast because they want to, because it's trendy. <laughs> Or whatever, like you know. So, so yeah. So, um, so, so that's helped. That, that, that um, part of my smart happiness formula, which is um, smart stands for sleep, meditation, ability to perform, random acts of kindness, and targets. And uh, ability to perform, I needed an A. I had sleep, meditation, random acts of, of kindness, and goals. But goals are also targets. So I had the S, M, R, and T, but I couldn't think of an A. So um, ability to perform was the A I come up with, but it covers three things. It covers exercise, nutrition, and hydration, which are the three things you need to do to look after yourself and keep your ability to perform going. Yeah. So, so I come up with a smart formula, and obviously in that smart formula is random acts of kindness. Yeah, because random acts of kindness makes you happy. Doing other things for other people makes you feel good. Also makes them feel good. And it creates energy in the universe, you know. So, um, so yeah, you know. Um, so, so that's what I've started doing. It's just I used to help people whenever they needed me. Now I just help them if they need me or not, really. <laughs> just help them. I just help people, even if they don't <laughs> know I'm helping them. I help them. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it sounds to me like you know that's the sort of space, you know, the personal development space and all of that. So. Yeah, but you do have to monetize it because, uh, like you say, you've got to put your own oxygen mask on first. So what you want to do is find somebody, I don't know how many listeners or viewers you call or whatever, but if you've got a certain number, then get somebody to sponsor it, somebody who wants to uh, increase their social, uh, corporate social responsibility. Yeah, 
and then they could be seen as um, you know being lighter and nicer and friendlier and offering personal development and all of the great things that you're doing their brand will get associated with that because they're sponsoring it they pay you some money that covers your cost for doing all of the work if you haven't got the numbers at the moment because all advertisers and sponsors want numbers so if you haven't got the How, numbers, what are the numbers that where they sponsor well, I think, uh, so I haven't actually got a sponsor myself yet. I, 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 I've just started looking for a sponsor because I was all about building the numbers first, yeah? So, so, so I built all of the episodes in order to get all the numbers up and everything. And the numbers are going lovely now, so I'm starting to look for a sponsor. Um, so, but a podcast that I've had on my show recently says the magic number is about 1,000 listens per episode. If you, if you can get a thousand listens per episode, then you've got a podcast that people are going to take serious and want to get involved in. Yeah. Cool. How many listens do you get per episode? Anywhere from like 500 to 2000. Well, there we are. Well, you're in the magic space. Yeah. And, oh my God. And, and, and your podcast is about food, isn't it? It, no, it's about, it's about resilience and inspiration really. Yeah. But, but, but it's also food related. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're selling advertising or sponsorship, yeah, you pick somebody who's got brand alignment, right? Mm-hmm. So you find somebody who's got, who sells soul food, mm. food for the soul. Yeah. It's about finding the right product for the right thing. And then if people, if people like your target audience, so, so again, veganism is massive at the moment, right? So, and, and, and that's like food with thought, thought food. Yeah. So, so, so again, you know, it depends if you're talking a lot about meat and stuff, you may not want to attract a vegan, but, um, like, like, uh, my cousin's uh, a vegan chef and he, he's got a lot of it. Oh. He's, he, he's actually, what's his a, name? His name's Gaz, Gaz Oakley. Gaz, G-U-S. Um, he's, uh, he's based in, a, in, a, in the UK. He's called Gaz Oakley at Gaz Oakley on Instagram and YouTube. How do you spell that? G A Z. And then O-A-K-L-E-Y. Got it. Thank you. Um, but he's also the avant-garde vegan chef. That's his business name, the avant-garde vegan chef. Cool. And, and he has had a dish recently in Wagamama's. Okay. Yeah, because obviously they wanted to do a vegan dish and they used, they leveraged his audience to get them into Wagamama's to offer this vegan dish that he created. Yeah, so there's different oh. ways of monetizing the podcast. There's different ways of doing all sorts of things. But, but yeah, so so obviously, like for me, for example, I'm talking about um, personal development, coaching, sales, marketing, business, all that sort of thing. So you know, somebody who'd want to sponsor me would be somebody maybe a business to business product or service provider, a business training company. You know, those sort of things. Yeah. Also, because I'm called, you can do it. I might approach uh, Nike. Because their oh, slogan is cool. just do it. I noticed that before. Cool. I yeah. love that. Have you read Shoe Dog? I'm going to pull. I have like random stuff everywhere that I can relate. Have you read this? No, I haven't read that. No. Read this book. Yeah. Put that on the list. It is the real deal. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the more you... Um, the, the more you can, you know, get a good niche audience and good numbers, the more people will, will, will pay to, you know, and you can produce a little advert, you know, talking on your podcast or whatever. So I've already got some adverts on my podcast. So I've already started monetizing a little. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I, I may well do a Pantheon account. What's that? Like a monthly subscription thing. But with that, you've got to put unique content in and now you've got to give value. So you can't just do the podcast. And I'm probably going to combine that with my seminars, my online courses and stuff. Yeah. So then, you know, they pay a monthly fee then to have unique content. That's, that's you know, educational content or whatever. Mm -hmm. so, We're doing a relationship one too, me and my business partner. Yeah. Um, it's so fun. And we're learning a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it sounds like, you know, you're on the, the, the right path. Uh, you know, we both uh, seem to be as well. And uh, well done. Keep up the, the, the good work and... You know, uh, if I can help you in any way, like I say, I, I will. And I'll let you know when I get my mastermind going. Um, I think I'm nearly up to my 12 to 15. I probably invite 15. So it settles at 12, you know. Cool. Or, or, yeah, or definitely let me know. And if there's anything I could do that comes up, I'm always down to help and serve and collaborate. Anything. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, I'm a, um, I, I've got a, a friend who runs a group called IWOW. Okay. It's on Facebook. I well, Facebook group, right? It stands for Inspirational Women of the World. Cool. Yeah, you want to join that? Yeah, I well. Um, you also um, another friend of mine, Mark Jarrett, M A R C. Yeah. Then J A R R E T T. He's a networker like me, a good friend of mine. He's, he's the other blues brother. Yeah. Oh. He's got 140 WhatsApp groups, yeah? And one of them is Power Women Networking. Okay. I yeah. just, I'm very new to this WhatsApp, but I'm in the virtual, virtual international pub. I don't know what that is. <laughs> virtual international pub. Have you heard it's of not, that? It's not VPN, Virtual Power Network, is it? VPN. Because that's one of his. He's got a virtual thing, you know? But... Uh, but anyway, he's got a power a power women's networking group. You should join that one. And I had another uh, power networker from Australia, from Sydney, on my podcast recently. And you should check her events out as well. She's got events called Unstoppable Women of the World or something. Unstoppable Women. Yeah. Love it. Her name's Ella. Uh, Ella, E-L-A, Staniak. And she's in Sydney, but she's from Poland originally. What's her last name? Ella and then Staniak, S-T-A-N-I-A-K. Awesome. So I met her as well. There's some people that you should uh, definitely connect with and, and network with, like-minded people that, uh, you know, you can benefit uh, from collaborating with and all that sort of thing. And uh, and obviously, what what's your group called again? Your women? Are you looking for more people or is it a yeah. group? Um, mine's yeah. um, Successful Lady Boss. And then the... The relationship ones are what men really want, and the women's group is what women really want. Yeah. And we're also doing a, um, a, a mastermind with uh, a lot of great speakers. So a lot of some speakers that go on Tony Robbins' stage, and um, we're also doing that, like an insider mastermind. Yeah, okay, yeah. And uh, um, I'm, I'm on a mission to become a speaker. So if ever you uh, need uh, someone to um, come on and speak. Uh, about I would love to, doing. you know, it's, I would love to like model and like learn from like somebody like um, Michael Burnett, like how we had, like, cause he's like the, um, you know, he does success resources, like to have, like, I don't think I'd want to be on stage, but I would love to get people to 
go on stage, you know? Yeah. Or like be a compare or something. Yeah. Like I would go on stage if I knew I could help people, but that I just don't feel that's my passion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's, I, I want to be, uh, you know, probably a, a cross between uh, Grant Cardone, Gary V. I love uh, Gary. Uncle Gary. Uh, uh, Brian Tracy and uh, Tony Robbins. That's I'm a sort of cross between those really. I'm a bit, you know, I'm I'm a motivator like Tony Robbins or Les Brown. I love Les Brown. Um, I'm like a Gary V. Tony Robbins. Um, who's my aunt? Jay Shetty, um, Damon John. But where's the girls at? Yeah, well, I'll tell you a, a couple of good uh, females I've listened to. Uh, <laughs> do you know Sharon Lecter? No. So check out Sharon Lecter. She's from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. She co-authored the book with Robert Kiyosaki. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. What... I like Jen Sincero. She wrote You Are a Badass. Yeah, I'll tell you where the best female entrepreneur on the planet that I've met Yeah, is Elena Cardone. Oh, yeah. Goddess. She's awesome. She is. Yeah, I've met her. I've met her and Grant. Wow, cool. I won an award uh, and they were sat on the front table when I picked up my award, Network of the Year 2018. Is she as gorgeous in person as she is on camera? Yeah, yeah she's, <laughs> she's, she's more go gorgeous actually. I bet. Oh my God, she is so she's beautiful. She's awesome, she's just awesome, yeah. And so when you have, like, like, like to, to, there's so many women that get it wrong and, and actually think that people are looking at their features and stuff and people don't it's not it's, it's beauty comes from within it comes from inner confidence and inner steel and inner awesomeness and that actually you know, it doesn't really matter what you've got on the outside if you can rock the inner you and you can own it people ain't gonna see you know women get fixated on things like you know oh my nose is a bit pointy or you know they get fixated <laughs> on things like you know what i mean they do get fixated on things <laughs> All women do. They all have their things, you know. That's why they all, you know, got to try lots of outfits on and that because it's like, oh no, my bum looks big in that, and this looks big, and that looks big, and but but if you just own what you, if you own yourself and you own what you, you, you think, what your mama gave you. That is what. That's where attraction comes from. That's the proper attraction, like you know. So someone like Elena Cardone, she's more awesome in real life because you get the personality, you get the package, like you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's, oh, she's definitely I love, someone I look up to. Yeah, I love awesome, strong, powerful women, like, you know what I mean? And in, in my uh, experience, there's not enough of them because they let these stupid things that people commented on when they were a kid and these little things get into their head and into their psyche and it's all they can see. And oh, sometimes yeah. I, I just wish they were like, just just don't worry about it. Like, you know what I mean? Just, just be be happy with you, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you're always going to be you, never going to be anyone else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just own it, like, you know what I mean? You're going to be the that. best you, you'll be the best you you'll ever be, and there's no one else can be a better you than you. Mm -hmm. So just own it, like, you know what I mean? I do. Uh, that, Thank you for sharing that, it's beautiful. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's my, that's what I'd love to just help empower more women, because I, I personally think, like, most of the women I've met in the world are better than most of the men, yeah? women are more capable of doing more things more often, you know, in, in, in success. But the thing that lacks, the reason why there's not loads of speakers and, and whatever is because they lack the confidence to get on stage. They lack the belief that they can make a difference, but they all make a difference constantly all the day. 
some of the, the pe- some of the people that made the most difference in my life, my nan, my so mom. So sweet. I yeah. love this. Yeah. Yeah. Females and, and like, you know, but they don't, they, they sell themselves short. Yeah, my nan would never have said she was awesome, but she was awesome. I say I'm awesome. Do you know why? Because I had an awesome Because you're awesome. I an awesome <laughs> and I am awesome. But men are more likely to, 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 to get that confidence level, you know, because of maybe, I don't know, sport, competitive, whatever, but they'll own it, like, you know. And but all I'm saying, I had a, a sales team of 17 people. I had 12 females, five, five boys. My top seller was a female. I mean, in my experience, you know, like I say, my mum was better than my dad. My nans were better than my, my grandfathers. As people, as people, though, they, they were all great, but, you know, some, yeah. <laughs> some were more awesome than, than the others, like, you know. In my sales team, my, my female sellers were better than my male ones. Yeah, I think probably my top three were females. My, you know, probably fourth was male. In my experience, women, you know, me aside obviously because I'm awesome but women are often better than men in a lot of things but they just don't own it they're starting to now it's starting to happen it's starting to change a bit you know mm-hmm. you know with these um women of the world getting better and you know some some power women in some power places will encourage more women to take that type of ownership in a, in a role like like the uh, New Zealand Prime Minister have been smashing it you know people like that you know it takes Beautiful. It takes sometimes power, um, women, you know, people like um, what's it, Michelle Obama. You know, there's some real strong, powerful Oprah, some strong, powerful role models out there now for women to to follow. But you know, men in much greater numbers do it, and I just, you know, I don't know why the women don't like. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm down with the sisters. Like you know you're I mean? rooting for us. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Know. Yeah, <laughs> I think they just under, undersell themselves. You know. Very rare you'll get a woman tell you how good she is. There's nothing wrong with that. If you're good, own it, you know. I love that. I want to hit my button because they're inspiring you. Do what you love. You create your reality. Hold on. Feed fear a suck it sandwich. You are a badass. It's <laughs> my favorite one. <laughs> you are a badass, you know. At the end but. of the day, you know, it's, uh, you know, You've got to own up to it, haven't you, sometimes? I, I got fed up of being um, polite and, you know, shy and, and, like, you know, reserved. And, you know, that's a, that's a natural way. It's not so natural in America. It's more a British thing. But they're very reserved, the Brits are. And that's what, again, for me, like you spotted, there's no, there's no females. For me, there's no Brits. And that's the shocking. For me, there's no real Brits. There's no Brit powerhouses in the speaking world, in the personal development world, the training. That's why I'm going after that space. I'm gunning for it because wow, it's um, it's uh, underrepresentation that I'm not I'm not I'm not prepared to to watch and see like you know. So uh, the Welsh Dragon's going to be on some stages sometime can't soon. Wait. You know? I can't wait. Yeah, so uh, that's the, the the goal, like you know. But to me, it's just yeah, Britain should have some powerhouse speakers. But you know, Richard Branson's not a speaker. Lord Sugar's not a speaker. You know, um, Michelle Moan, who's quite well known in the UK as a top entrepreneur, Baroness Michelle Moan, she's not really a speaker. The Dragons on the Dragon's Den don't really speak. You know what I mean? There's some, there's some really good entrepreneurs in the UK, but because they're reserved as a nation and as people, I'm British myself, but I'm, a, I'm much more American in my mindset and my thought process and 
and actually in being loud and I'm not naturally loud but I pushed myself out there I've always had to run sales teams and speak mm -hmm. on stages in front of people that I wasn't comfortable in doing but I'd have a shot of vodka and, and just crack on you know and um but now I'm I'm, I'm also <laughs> at being what I need to be I can be quiet and reserved in a British mm -hmm. crowd and, and you know if that's what they want mm -hmm. but louder than them but but still quiet and reserved but, or I can be I could be loud and brash and American because you know I can I can I'm adaptable. I'm a salesperson. I can adapt to any situation. And, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, and that's what you've got to be. Love that. Yeah. So, uh, but but that's uh, the way I looked at the all the people I've learned on the person development space. It's not enough women in it, and there's not enough Brits in there, and there's not enough Europeans in it. You know what I mean? So, and that's because the the marketplace is mostly for for personal development. There's much more people in America chasing the American dream. And wanting yeah. that personal development, yeah, they want to develop into, you know, someone capable of achieving their American dream. And I just think in in the UK is a lot more people. Is entrepreneurship's not as the American. We don't have a British dream, you know what I mean? The, everyone has an American dream, but people in Britain just grow up and yeah, there's lots of good business people and lots of good people, entrepreneurs and stuff. But there's no one really chasing that big dream that, you know, there's not so many doing that, you know, that's my, my, my um, opinion. So what are they doing? Well, they're just working, you know, they're chasing the money or they're chasing business or success, but they're not chasing that, you know, super high level, you know, that, 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 you know, make a big impact, leave a legacy, you know, make yeah. a massive difference, all that type of stuff. I don't think there's so many people chasing that, but, you know. Mm. So I, I am, so I'll give it a go and, you know, if you aim for the, the moon and if you, uh, <laughs> now you land on the stars anyway, don't you? Like, you know? I'm going to start Googling like rocket shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm conscious you've got stuff to do, haven't you? So I've enjoyed uh, yeah. a lot and uh, I could have carried on, but I think... Uh, You've got some stuff you've got to do. So I I'm do, or I'm getting in trouble. I haven't updated the PowerPoint yet. Fair enough. So I'm interested in, uh, let's just connect more on socials. What, what's your... Definitely. What's You're your awesome. I love you. Yeah, what's um, your social? On, what's, on what platform? Main social. My Which main social? Oh, yeah. what's my main social? Yeah. I would say Facebook. Facebook. I post three times a day on all my Instagram accounts. Um, I post a lot on TikTok. I post. How do I how do I find you on everything? Do I look for Jennifer Dalton or do I look for a brand name or what? Um, Jenny from the Chopping Block is like my food Instagram account. I have um, Jenny Locks is my personal kind of like everything account, and then um, on Instagram, TikTok is Jenny from the Chopping Block, and Facebook is Jennifer Dalton. Okay, yeah. So, so basically, you've got to look for Jenny Locke, Jenny from the Chopping Block, or Jan Jennifer Dalton, depending on where you are. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, for me, I'm nice and easy to find. Hashtag Mike Armstrong. Beautiful. Yeah. Hashtag Mr. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, so I've actually got a, I've got a hashtag uh, Awesome Army. Oh, really? Yeah, because um, when, when I was thinking about setting up my, my mastermind, I was thinking about setting up a, an awesome army of philanthropic entrepreneurs that can make a difference to the world. Every time you say that, like, my heart grows a little bigger. <laughs> well, there For we real. are. That's good. Um, so, but, but what I thought is, you know, I might, I might do the 
mastermind of podcasting and communicators first and then do the awesome army of philanthropic entrepreneurs. But I've got to have loads of masterminds. I, I, I have, I've got too many interests to not to just have one or the other or whatever. So, but I think I might start with, because I was the, the awesome entrepreneurs is, is a, that's a, that's like trying to find gold, panning for gold in the desert or whatever. You've got to look through a lot of people to find the right people. Whereas, with the communicators, it's easier to find it because it's more like business and personal development related. So it's a bit of both. So you'll find that because people will, you'll find the podcasters, the social media people, you know, all of that, and they want to get involved. And then you can turn them into the, um, the awesome army of um, philanthropic entrepreneurs with your teachings and with the development and the masterminding and stuff. So Find me up. Yeah, so that's uh, that's my strategy, really. Like you know, I think it might be too too big a step from one to the other sometimes for some people. So put a little ground in between. And then, uh, Mindset. Yeah, and then see how it goes. But I got a few. I got two uh, awesome people who are probably going to be in um, my communicators mastermind, and they're both in hospitality as well. So cool. Yeah, one one's in London and one's in Brighton. So both in England. Beautiful. But uh, yeah, I'm going to leave you to it now because uh, otherwise we'll just be on all, all night. So <laughs> you don't get done what <laughs> you want. Time is an emotion. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And I just had so much fun and like, I just love this. So thank you for including me. No problem at all. And uh, thanks for coming on and uh, look forward to uh, returning the favor at some point. I can't wait. And I look yeah, let's set something up for next week or, or this week. Yeah, well, whenever, whenever you, you've next got a date in your diary, let me know and I'll let you know whether I can make it or not. I think timeline-wise, you're five hours behind me. Mm-hmm. So I tend to book most of my podcast episodes in the UK, nine till five, nine till six, that sort of time with the working date, yeah? Perfect, um, okay. So, so therefore, I'm always free around six, seven, eight, nine o'clock. I say always, I do a lot of online networking events and different things. Mm-hmm. I so get it. Thursdays, I do an online networking event, seven till nine. Wednesday, I do a mastermind, eight till 10. But Monday, Tuesday and Fridays, I normally don't have stuff on in the evening. And, and so my evening, like at eight, nine o'clock, is going to be your three, four in the afternoon. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, so let me know any of that sort of three, four in the afternoon, whenever yeah, you can I, yeah. um, I do like five... 5 p.m. your time um honestly 4 p.m. in your time till whenever so whenever you have yeah you well, 4, 4 p.m. my time 4 p.m. my time is to, is like 11 is o'clock noon. yours yeah oh 11 yeah 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 so you, you can do from 11 o'clock onwards basically every day like yeah I mean I could do earlier but I think that's like where I like to start because people are yeah. up and yeah okay yeah well just yeah let, let me know a couple of dates and uh, we, we, we'll find a time and uh, and just uh, I'll connect up with you on loads of socials and start sharing your stuff and uh, we'll uh, take it from there. Beautiful. All Thank right. you for everything and I'll enjoy. talk to you soon. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Thank Bye-bye. you too. Bye. Ciao. Right, there's nothing else left for me to say other than have a great day. I know I will. And thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye. This episode was brought to you in conjunction with startup and SME web design business, 333 Websites, which are available at www.333websites.co.uk 
and Mike Armstrong's coaching, which is available at uh, mikearmstrong.me forward slash coaching. Um, there's nothing else left for me to say now other than have a great day. I know I will. And don't forget, you can do it. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. Bye-bye.